Greetings, troubled listeners. Troubled listeners. <laughs> this is uh, Renee Coleman sitting with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Hello, nation. Troubled nation, how are you? This is the Troubled Men podcast. And we're on the air uh, from our famous ring room, which we love. And we love our bartender. He's a really good bartender. Yeah, he's, uh, we're getting him trained up, man. Yeah. You, you walked in. You, you, you didn't remember what I drank, but he did. He did, yeah. 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 Well, I, I can't remember much. But I know. Yeah. No, you barely remember what you drank. But, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but he remembered, yeah, which he, was very, he, he, you know, uh, and he brought him over to us, which was yeah, very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, got some table service. And, That's nice. Uh, was, you know, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. Uh, troubled Nation. So we, uh, we I think um, we've been out there, but we haven't recorded in a few weeks because you were out of town, right? Yes, yes. The, uh, the iguanas well, had to go on some, uh, some maneuvers out in the hinterland. Because it's summertime, and, and that's when you, a lot of New Orleans bands leave in the summer to go to Yeah, tour. just it gets so slow here in yeah, New Orleans. It's right. so hot. And, it's damn fucking hot. And peep, the tourists don't come, you know. Right. The festival season dies down finally. <laughs> Well, well, not really. We still have them, but for uh, those fucking nuts who want to be in hundred degree temperatures and dancing to whatever the fuck they're dancing, to, uh, you know. whatever you got, whatever they got, you know, it's the. I think this weekend is kid beating on the side of a garbage can. Yeah, it's the uh, the wife beater festival. I think is this weekend. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's very popular. Which is the only one I go to actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really gotten popular yeah, in the last few yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's it's a good summer festival. So. If the nation, if you're out there and you're in New Orleans in uh, late June, it's a good festival to come to. Just uh, no, if I, you need I, to blow off some yeah, steam. I, 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 so, I, so is that referred to uh, the, the the attire or just the the type of person, is it, like, <laughs> or both? I either, think it's or either or. Yeah, I think basically, I think at the festival they sell those attires. They sell those. <laughs> they sell, sell, the, sell the wife beater shirts. <laughs> they sell the wife right. beater shirts. But yeah. then, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. No, and they um, they have some pretty good music. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> all those wife feeder bands. Yeah, all those wife feeder bands. Yeah. You know. And you drink beef eater, so you know, wife beater, beef eater. I, okay, I don't, I don't there's know what a that certain means. phonological. Yeah, it just rhymes. Yeah, it just yeah, rhyming yeah, yeah. something. Well, you know, they say history doesn't repeat itself, right. but it, it rhymes. It right. often rhymes. Yeah. Uh, so you were gone. Yes, I was you gone. You went out of town. Went out of town. And again, thanks for inviting me with you, you know. I'd like to go out of town sometime. You well, know. you know, yeah. you could sit next to me on the bench seat. <laughs> I don't think you would have very much fun, but uh, actually, you might. You, you know, I think your wife, my wife might be complaining that uh, you were gone well, for no good reason. She'll be at the festival, you know? right? The wife beater festival. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, you keep her occupied. So no, I can take your place. She'll be at the child beater festival, oh. which is which follows next. Oh week, yeah, 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 yeah. I see. I see a theme yeah. developing. Now, what anyway. kind of what kind of clothes do you wear for that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I have I, to no, come up I, with something. I don't know. So, uh, so yeah, we uh, did like a solid twelve days out there. Started off, you know, played our regular Circle Bar gig yeah. on Wednesday. Drove up on Thursday to Memphis. Played that night. Uh-huh. Played like whatever it was, ten or eleven consecutive days with no days off. Gigs wow. every day. Driving every. Day. Now, who you guys share the driving? Yeah, yeah, we kind of split amongst us. You know, some people. There's four of you, right? Four of us. Yeah, some people. So drive. let me ask you something. Like I've been on road trips with people. You know, more than one person. Right. And 
Is there someone in, in, out of the four of you that you really don't like when he drives because he kind of he kind of scares you? <laughs> um, you know, I have my moments of, of terror. You know, uh, yeah. you know, if, if people get too close and we're going too fast, right. which uh, it's usually not anybody in my band um, initiating that kind of behavior, but right. you get to certain areas of the country, particularly like the Northeast, that whole D.C., New York yeah. corridor where people just drive like that. You know, if you, don't, if you don't get up, you know, five feet from the guy's bumper in front of you going 75 miles an hour, mm. somebody's going to get in there. And if I'm driving, I just give them more space. It's like, I don't care. I can't, I yeah. can't live like that, you know. Right. But, so if I'm not driving and somebody's doing that, it, it makes me a little bit nervous, you know. I just try to Try to not look. I I distract myself. Yeah. I find driving through Texas is scary because just because it, it's Texas. Well, I, I remember like coming back and forth from Austin to New Orleans after Katrina in a little Nissan with the family and doing like eighty five. 85 and thinking I'm going too fast and these cars are honking at me. What? And these, all these Texas license plates. <laughs> what the fuck? And then if you go to places like the Carolinas or whatever where everyone's like, you know, thinks they're a NASCAR driver, you know? Uh-huh. That's scary too. But, um, you yeah, know. you know, I think people in general don't have an appreciation for the amount of force involved in an automobile. Right. And, and you know, just, just, how deadly an uh, a uh, it's a weapon oh it's, oh it's, yeah oh yeah it's it, it could be death on wheels oh I yeah mean, often yeah. is and and you know if if you've had or been involved in an accident in, in the last couple of years you tend to to retain a sense memory mm. of the terror of that moment and it does slow you down and it does make you super cautious and, yeah. and a little bit paranoid about other people other people you know it makes you super a super defensive driver because you see all these people doing crazy stuff that's way more dangerous than it needs to be, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, but I think most people don't retain that, that sense memory. And you can tell because they, they behave like they're in a video game. They yeah. get real close, they drive real fast, and they don't yeah. pay attention. And they're on their phones, and they're jerking off, and, you know, and, it's, uh, it's, well, di- it's distracting. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, if at all costs, if I have to go anywhere far, I'm flying. You know, because yeah, well, they say it's safer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know every time you fly somewhere, you get off, and your cock is huge. So. <laughs> nice. So. <laughs> That's true. I just flew into town, and my yeah. cock is huge. Yeah, I, so I guess it's, it's the upside. cabin pressure or something. Yeah. I, I have no <laughs> Who idea. Knows? I, Who knows? You know, I don't know, but it always seems on JetBlue for some reason. Okay. Yeah. You know, right. It's like nice. I'm, uh, I'm Johnny to, Holmes. Shout out to JetBlue. <laughs> yeah. But they still, unlike American Airlines, we established a few weeks oh, ago. Yeah, American Airlines, the whole pet thing. Yeah, yeah disallowed. Uh, 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 what do they call them? The um, hedgehogs. Comfort and, animals. Yeah, comfort animals. In fact, um, another airline said pit bulls now aren't allowed. Right. No, I don't know. I think it, was, it could have been American or United. But now our own airport is having uh, comfort animals in the, in the terminals of the airport. So while you're waiting for your plane, you can hug a dog. Uh, a like, a, like just to borrow a... Uh, like you're going to you have a petting zoo. You can't zoo. take it on the plane with no, you. They're but, gonna, but it's like you don't have to bring your own. They're, they right. have a petting zoo. Yeah, they have a petting zoo well, there. Well, that sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> 
I, dude, yeah. is that what we need? Is that is that what the future of aviation is? Is, is petting zoos? Uh, yeah, I could just yeah. No, it's, it shouldn't be. It but shouldn't <laughs> be. It shouldn't be. I didn't. I wouldn't. Wouldn't have seen that coming. You know, yeah, it was. In, it was in today's paper actually, or yesterday's paper. Wow, like man. That. You see, I, yeah. I did read today's paper, but I tend to to gravitate to the uh, crime and punishment stories. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, this soon should be, <laughs> will be a crime. That, that's, that's a crime, that's for yeah, sure. That's yeah, gonna, they're going to have pets there for people to, to hold and to, you know, lick their face. And How long before someone starts, you know, getting a little fresh with the animals? Well, that's what I was thinking, too. Is that you the know? first thing? That's exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, if you're really uncomfortable uh, and you need to release some, you know, anxiety and stuff, maybe somebody just takes, can I... Take this dog to the men's room? You know, I don't, you know, I don't know. You know? Well, you know we've, on the podcast, we've had several incidents of, uh, of like people um, giving uh, animals drugs, goat cocaine. We had some right. donkey Valium donkey came up Valiums, way yeah. back there. So, you know, now, your this, memory's good, man. I can't remember any of this. And look, I just came off of, uh, you know, <laughs> 10 tw- days on the road. That's right. 10 days of Saturday nights, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, actually, I was keeping notes along my uh, my like day to day notes in my notebook about the the gigs, and I'd write down anything noteworthy. And at one point, after three days, I wrote down uh, went to bed after sunrise three days in a row because I fell asleep in the van and woke up after the sun came up. Uh. <laughs> and then so the next day I, I scratch out three and I write four. <laughs> the next day, <laughs> two days later, I scratch out four and write six. <laughs> and ultimately I scratched out and I wrote seven because seven nights in a row <laughs> I, I fell asleep in the van. And only, even though I have a beautiful hotel room of my own. Right, you know, yeah. So you would just, yeah. I just go out to hang out in the van, you know, and for a minute and, you know, lay down on my bench. And then the next thing I know, people are walking around the van. The sun's up. It's hot, you know. <laughs> I go, oh, geez, it's time to go to bed. You know, so I go in the hotel room, get those last uh, four hours of four sleep. Four hours before checkout, before right? Before checkout, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cap well, it all off, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you know, I'm not that's really getting li- my money life on the road, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you could have had a bed, a comfortable bed. Well, you know, I did have one. I just uh, didn't choose to use it all night. Yeah. You know, actually, I had something written down that, that predated the uh, the trip. Mm-hmm. Just a thought that I had. I've yeah. had this before. But thoughts, good. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts yeah, are yeah, good to yeah, have. Yeah, thoughts are good. Thoughts are good to have. Remember them. So the thought was, if the outside was so great, they would have never invented the inside. <laughs> True. Yeah, right? Well, that goes back to cavemen. I know, days. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Because people always say, you know, I, I, I just love the outdoors. Right. Like, you know, go, let's go. I'd love to be outside. Yeah. And, and I was thinking, you know, I'm if, an outdoors person. Yeah. So if yeah. the outdoors was that great, they would, ne- would have never invented the indoors. <laughs> <laughs> that's I good. think it's self. Well, it goes back to that uh, thing that I was talking about. Uh, that's it. You know, right? You know, people like go outside. Right. And they're like, oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this, and it's like, uh, that's it. Okay, go ahead, do it. I'm staying here. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I'm staying yeah, right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I can tell you all the good things about inside. Yeah, it's, I can tell you. There's a lot of good things that happen things. inside. Yeah, but you know, like um, there are those people who just love it. You know, want to be out there. It's like. Uh, I've never been one of those people. Yeah, me either. You know? me In either. fact, my wife bitches at me constantly. It's like, why are all the shutters closed? Why are those curtains 
closed. Can we have a little light in this house? And I'm like, no. no, I don't want any light <laughs> no. in this house. I don't want any light. You know, <laughs> when I'm gone, if I'm gone, then you can open them and have light sure, and let yeah. there be light for you. But when I'm here, you know, I, I had a friend of mine who was such a neurotic about being inside. Like any, like we'd be on the road or even like in his apartment. All his windows were covered in aluminum foil. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. people who do that? Yeah, that's a bad look, though. Yeah, a, you, know, it's just like, you look like a crazy person. Yeah, man. well, he, he was a nut, man. He, he died of AIDS. Oh, okay. Uh, well. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. You know, I actually have, that's, that's uh, one of the clauses in the, the uh, tenant agreement, the lease that I sign with my tenants, mm-hmm. is uh, you can't put aluminum foil or paint the windows black. <laughs> It's a, a good clause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know that's the last. That doesn't. It, it doesn't send the right message. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. What's going on in there? Yeah, yeah. What the, are they doing in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, lot of foil action in there. Right. Well, well you know, I had a, a, a an also just right before we left. Uh, it was our last gig of the of the summer at the Circle Bar. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine comes in. So my wife came to this gig. And it was a very well-attended gig, you know, mm-hmm. Wednesday night. And a, a friend of mine came in, a friend of the band's. And uh, he was a little bit loaded. I mean, he was moderately loaded just cool. getting, getting there, you know. So cool. he had a good head start, good base uh, established. And as soon as my wife gets there, he, he, like, corrals her and starts dancing manically with her. And he's, like, twirling her around and whispering in her ear and cracking her up and she's laughing and she's, they're doing all this right what, did in, you, th- was this the Wednesday? right in front of me what wait, wait a minute didn't this happen before or no, go ahead I'm sorry yeah, I, I don't th- think I talked about this you talked before. about the whistler the, the whistler yeah yeah, yeah, yeah oh, okay yeah, so yeah. this one this guy no, this is, is a guy and, this is and, a and my wife okay so, so the guy's dancing right in front of me with, with my wife and you know usually I don't care about that but it's really going on and on and on it's getting quite uh, you know chatty like if i was watching just any couple that i didn't know you'd be turned on i would think no. oh well yeah definitely i would be turned i was turned on anyway but but uh but uh but that's just me playing in general you know i'm stiff stiff the whole time um but uh no so if, if i'd been watching just any random cup, couple i would have thought well this guy's trying to fuck man for sure yeah you know, he's, he's he's really and he might succeed um so but i'm thinking Man, you know, after a while, it's like, uh, it actually, it's starting to bother me a little bit, you know, and then here's why. It's like, look, I'm leaving tomorrow, man. At least have the common decency to wait till I leave town, you know. If you're trying to fuck my wife, man, let's, you know, let's have some decorum here. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that would have been the gentlemanly right. thing to do. So your baseline just started getting heavier and heavier and heavier. Yeah, you know? it didn't affect my playing, but uh, but uh, you know, I, I think he could kind of tell at a look on my face. I was like, now this is really starting. Now this feels like this is more about me than her. Now, right, you know? <laughs> right. There's a great scene in that movie New York, New York, where De Niro's the sax player. Right. Oh a, yeah, yeah. And and his wife is dancing at the, some Harlem club, and right. she's just dancing, having a good time. And he's like, he's like, he's he's like hitting that. Note Note over and over, like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, maybe we did talk about this. this I, think we, had to, I okay. think we did talk right. about okay. this. Right. You right. might have to edit this out. Okay, but, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, well, because you know, it's that fine line, Renee. It's that yeah, yeah, fine yeah. line, like summertime. Well, I didn't scratch it out. I wrote it down once, and I didn't scratch it out. So okay, uh, good. Well, then maybe we didn't talk about. It. I don't know. I can't um, remember. Like I said, you know, like I always say. I don't know if I've said this before. Yeah, yeah, you do say that a lot. <laughs> because I might have said it before. Well, you know, something I discovered, again, not from the road, but while I was on the road, 
is I, and I, I think I've mentioned before to you about uh, this girl from my my street I grew up on as a kid uh-huh. on the West Bank. Yeah. How she, starting a few years back, like I ran across her once at a gig. She came back into town, moved back in her parents' house, came to one gig of my band, said hello, said hello to her, talked to her very briefly on the break. That was it. Since then, she sent me, she started sending a bunch of emails to my band's uh You've told this Email. before. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, right. okay. You've so said, the, okay. So the, the, so there's something the story else. continues. Oh, okay. So it, at, at one point, I told the guy that, that administers the, that in the band, I said, well, why don't you go ahead and block her, you know, because this yeah. is just this is getting weird. ridiculous. So I thought he had, and I thought, well, I was, just the other day, I was thinking, oh, well, like he blocked that girl, and there were never any repercussions. She never showed up anywhere mm-hmm. and didn't escalate. That worked great, you know. So good, I'm happy, happy outcome. So then we're riding in the van up to Memphis, and, and he goes, oh, Renee, uh, there's some more letters from your friend. I'm like, really? I thought you blocked her. He goes, no, I didn't, because, you know, she didn't send any for a long time. I thought she was done. I thought maybe I didn't. And I was like, okay. I said, well, how many? And he goes, several hundred. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, really? Several hundred? He goes, yeah, there's several hundred just in the last few months. <laughs> like, so did you read them? Yeah, 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 I was sitting in the van for six hours. I, I wasn't driving, you know, so I was like, well, let me, let me just dive into this and see, see what this is about. Oh, my God. It's so nutty, man. It's really? so nutty. So he'd been archiving them all for me and just sticking them in an archive so I could just page through one after another after another. And it was literally like 400 or something total. Damn. Going back to when she first started it, but maybe 300 in the last. Do you think she's troubled enough to be listening to us right now? Um, no, but there are certain things that she says that you would think maybe she had, but uh, she definitely hasn't. That's okay. just because right. she just says so many crazy things. Oh, One fuck. of them is bound to be right. <laughs> bound to hit yeah. on something that could right. remotely be possible. But uh, yeah, I actually sitting there in the in the in the uh, van, I th- like reading through a bunch of them. I thought. Well, let me just take one day of this girl's emails, like a like a fruitful day and you know, an active day for her, and let me just make a an, a log of these and write down the time okay. and the you subject that, matter. So the first day I started on was this was May first of this year. Yeah, May first. So it's right during Jazz Fest. She starts at five fifteen a.m. The first one she and I just make a little note that just general uh, uh, like content note yeah. so she's one of her recurring themes is refuting something so i was told to refute this so here's the first refutation and then she'll have this short sentence and she'll say that's one and then she'll send another one and it'll be that's two oh, and another one that's three so she sent one at five fifteen, one at five thirty one a.m one at seven forty seven a.m eight fifteen. 8.45, 10.20, then she stops for the day. Six between 5.15 a.m. and 5.20 a.m. She's an early bird. She's an early bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. She's getting the worm. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Play your cards right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so then the next day, uh, 2nd of May, she starts at 7.02 a.m. We have 7.02, 7.13, 7.15, 7.22, 7.48, 8 o'clock, 8.14, oh my God. 10 a.m., 
1014, 10.17, And these are subjects like, uh, oh, God, some of them are just so weird. Uh, one of them, she, in the second one of that day, she writes, Ray is a whore. That's my childhood nickname, Ray is a whore, three times in a row. Ray is a whore, Ray is a whore, Ray is a whore. It's like, I don't know. Based well, on, you're a slut. I don't know if you're a whore. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I was going to, if I was going to email her back, that's what I would say. So this is going to your bands? It's going my, to my bands, and I've never, page, uh, my, yeah. my band's uh, email address. Okay. Like, if you go to our website, you know, mm-hmm. the email address that right. you can find that goes yeah, to that. So then the next one she mentions Joni Cunningham, a deep reference to uh, Happy Days. Happy days. Okay. <laughs> and who are you, Chachi to her? I don't know. No, well, the, she doesn't mention Chachi. Then the next one she quotes something about a slave girl, quote, slave girl, and then, quote, called a whore. And then the next one she says something about, quote, father raped me. Oh, my goodness. Then the next one, quote, hooker or attorney. Hooker or attorney. Right. Then the next one, she says something about 1,800 points, and then she starts referring to a point system. And she says, then the third one, she said, now I'm up to 824 points. She's up to 1,836 points. I am the problem. Just reading like and my she's notes. she's in New Orleans. She's we... in New Orleans. She's, she's in Algiers as we speak. Oh, baby. So, uh, so I'm not going to read, read all these, but, no. but it's, you can see it's an entire page, and that's just one day. That's between 7.02 a.m. and 8 p.m. at night. And they're all different, and they're you know, sometimes every two minutes, sometimes every four minutes. Sometimes she lets 20 minutes go by. Jesus. Psycho Chica, baby. Psycho yeah, Chica. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling you. I was, I'm, I'm, so I'm doing all this. I'm looking at it. I'm talking to the band about it, of course, you know, because I'm going to roast you. If you do something like that, to them, I'm going to roast you to all my friends. And, uh, and I'm saying there's got to be a way to monetize this. this she's generated so much, uh, so much content. I've, I've got to figure out a way to, to monetize this Now, girl's. can other people see it? Who are going to your band's page? No, no, no. It's oh, just okay. to us. Okay. All right. So it's not... So right. is that I, your suggestion? I start publishing them on the... On, <laughs> I would take some snapshots of this and put it on our Instagram or something. I don't know. Well, I, I, got, I got a letter. I got some letters here. I can, we can definitely do that. I mean, I have that's to... That's crazy. Have to, uh, what do you call it? Redact them to some degree. But, well, that's... Uh, well, you know, listen. It's totally wild. That is wild, wild stuff. Well, let's see here. I'll re- I, I actually pulled one up. Okay. I'm going to read it. So this was sent, uh, yeah, June 14th. So this was still going on while I was on the road. These are still arriving. Oh, God. She says, uh, has it occurred to you that I am suing you so that you do not say I was molested? Don't accuse people of something against your religion. I don't want to, quote, bark like a dog because I let someone treat me like one, close quote. I don't want to, quote, live outdoors because if they don't love you, you will live in a doghouse, close quote. Call the capital G game authority and take that back. Jesus, man. (laughs) I told you. You know, that's so funny that you brought this up because I was driving somewhere a couple days ago and I just, I don't know what happened, but I thought about this guy I knew as a kid who lived on my block who had a total mental breakdown. Right. 
And I was going to ask you, did you know anyone who has mental illness problems? <laughs> well, <laughs> and I think you do. Funny, funny you should bring that up. Yeah, I mean, but this guy was way, way different from, I mean, he was, he just had a breakdown, but you know, he didn't have the, the, the you know, this is like in the seventies, you know, right. This poor guy. When everybody was crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, he's this poor guy. He was like a few years older than me. He moved into the, on the street and I got to know him. We used to play on the street. We play, uh, you know, hide and go seek or hopscotch. You know, well, Kick he was like, can. yeah. Well, he was like, I was like ten when I met him. Tetherball, thirteen, and and one day I went over after school. I went over to see if he could come out and you know go we'll go play or right. something, go to the park or whatever. And I'm hearing this like from his apartment. From his, he lived in an apartment with his family. From this apartment, I heard like 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 I thought it was a, a sports broadcast. It sounded like a, a baseball uh, uh, game, right? A baseball game, right? I said, "Oh, I guess his dad's listening to the game or whatever." I don't uh-huh. know. And I knock on the door, and his mom answers, and she's this little Italian woman, like four feet seven, uh-huh. little Italian woman. She goes, "Yeah, he's in his room. Go ahead, go ahead, go in his room." And, and I walk in the room, and it's this guy. His name is Paul. And like I said, he's a few years older than me. He's doing this. He's announcing a baseball. And the next pitch is fastball. <laughs> and it goes fouled away. And he goes. And there's no TV. There's no TV. He's doing it into a tape recorder. A tape recorder. He's oh, doing he's, an old cassette. He's making an audition tape, man. He's trying to get into, well, the, into again, the big time. Check this out, man. Check this out. He's talking about this. And he goes. And that's the third eye. And we'll be back after this word from Farmer John. You know, Farmer John or whatever. He tells, he goes, hey, what's going on, man? I go, what the hell are you doing, man? I, I, I'm like 10 years old. I go, right. He goes, oh, yeah, this is, uh, I'm doing my game. And what happened was this guy created his own uh, baseball league. Oh, okay. In his mind. In his mind. Right. And like he it. was the announcer for the local team, the California Birds. Okay. And so it would be like, welcome to Bird Baseball. Bird Baseball brought to you by, you know, milk. You know, something like that. You know? And he had, there was like eight other teams in the league. And he printed, he like wrote standings and stats for every player. This guy's like a genius, man. And he, he had all this stuff going on with this bird baseball, this league. And it was called like the Pioneer League or something like that. And so I said, well, I, this is kind of fun, I he guess. You know? to be Steven Spielberg. No, 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 no. He had mental illness. This guy. Oh, okay. But one time I was over there and we were, he like, then what happened was I became kind of the color analyst for the games. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he goes, sucked you in. <laughs> he sucked me into it. It's just like, it's like, and today's game, we're here, you know, with uh, Manny, Manny, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah, it was a, it seems like a nice day for baseball. Paul. You, know? <laughs> like, you know, I didn't, I was 10 years old, you know. Just oh, like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, fun enough game. Fun enough you were game. inside. I was inside. Yeah, you know? definitely. It was, so that was good. You know, we're in here in the indoors. You know. Anyway, uh, but his he, what his mom was a nut though. So oh, the mom was a nut. The okay. mom was a well, she was a bitch, is what she All was. Right. Um, like I just remember one day we were we were broadcasting a game, <laughs> broadcasting a game. <laughs> into a cassette recorder. You know, and it was funny because we'd make those. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And his mom... That just, might go all the way. His mom just burst into the bedroom once and said, 
you didn't do this and just smacked him on the oh, back geez. of the head. Oh, yeah, Just yeah, smacked yeah. him on the back of the head. Yeah, that's not and, good. And, and I was just like blown away by it. I was like, what the fuck's yeah. this? And, and then, so, you know, time went on and then I remember um, going on my week, uh, my yearly uh camping trip with my grandparents uh-huh. for, we'd go to Yosemite for like two weeks oh, when nice. I was a kid my grandparents would take us nice. and I remember coming home and and my mom and dad like uh, oh it's so great to see you and they sat me down they said um, you know your friend Paul from down the street uh-huh. I said yeah yeah Paul he goes well he doesn't live there you know he doesn't uh-huh. live there anymore he was, they, they committed him wow Apparently, he had some a total breakdown. Psychotic break. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and he was only like 15 years oh, old. Man. Yeah, 14. That's he had this total psychotic break. And then I found out later that he had a neighbor on one side of his apartment, this neighbor, and it was this woman who, who everyone on the street didn't like. Her name was Honey. Uh-huh. Honey was her name. Right, right. She was this old woman. She was just stare at the window at us all the time while we would be playing on the street. Uh-huh. She just stared like, you know, Give you the mean get eyes. off those, my lawn, uh-huh. you goddamn kids, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But I found out later that she was heavy into like the Mormon church. Okay. And They're usually so nice, the Mormons. Yeah. Okay, you know. they, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you know, Paul being the Italian kid, a Catholic Italian... I guess he had nowhere, you know, I was out of town or whatever. He, he, he went and, and started hanging out with her. Trying to get her to do the color commentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need someone, you know, <laughs> something like that. And, and uh, all of a sudden he's, you know, he's, he's talking to Mormon this and Mormon this. And I guess it was. And that's like, when they, he, they were like, this is, you know, yeah. that other stuff is crazy, but right. this is yeah, a bridge this, yeah. too far. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> baseball, pretend baseball, fuck have, that. Have you, have you read the Book of Mormon? <laughs> that's, that's lunacy. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I, I didn't see him again for like four or five months. They put him in some hospital. Yeah. And when he came out, and the poor guy always suffered from bad acne. Uh-huh. You know, so that was another thing. He was very shy. It wasn't helping. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. helping at all. And <laughs> what happened was, he comes back, he goes back to school, and the school we go to is having their annual silver dollar raffle. If okay. you sell uh, uh, enough tickets... You know, for to raise money for the school, and your name is pulled, you get fifty silver dollars. Oh wow, nice! So his name was pulled. He won fifty silver dollars, and you know the, the school he went to was like a hardcore like gang school. Yeah. So he had to have his parents come pick up. He had to like because the gang he would have gotten robbed. He would have gotten home. robbed. Wow. Can you imagine? Well, fifty silver dollars is like it's heavy. Oh, yeah. It's heavy. Yeah, yeah. And then what happened? The poor guy. You know, the poor guy. They, like three months later, they had the magazine raffle where you win like a hundred dollars worth of uh, subscriptions. Gro- no, no, oh, oh. groceries or whatever. You know, oh, like, for selling magazines. Yeah, for, right, right. I don't. And he won. He won again. What a lucky son of a bitch, man! You got to <laughs> yeah, take that won. kid to the track, man. <laughs> but then, what? The funniest thing was, it was like he graduated. and I still had another year, and then his parents moved. I never saw him again. Yeah, never heard from him. Nothing. You know, huh. I, I did hear like, I think I heard like a few years later that uh, a mutual friend of ours said that he had actually joined the Mormon church and he was in Australia or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Became a missionary. Yeah, huh? A missionary riding those bicycles, you know, with the, right, with the, the, the white shirt yeah, and, and the tie. tie. Yeah. 
But yeah, he. Uh, but bird baseball, never forget that. Yeah, man, that's a good one. <laughs> Welcome to bird baseball, everybody. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, it's like that. Really takes a lot of imagination and it creativity. It does. I mean, I used to. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I used to play you... army with my soldiers and right. you know, and shoot them up and he, all that. He had a whole imaginary league oh, with all man. the players, the whole rosters. He could right. Create all this shit in his head. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, that's. That's a that's a real talent, you know. If that would have been, if he, if, imagine if he'd had the right creative writing teacher or drama coach right. that could have uh, steered him. In or the, parent. Or parent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah for, just a parent. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, because because uh, it was just rough for a poor guy. You know, so many comedians I I, I hear about or, or listen to their podcasts or stuff, and they all like people out that all sound like super smart, very facile of mind to me. Yet they, one after another, will talk about how they struggled in school. They struggled. Mm. Like, really, people will be like, uh, I failed three times before I got to the ninth grade, and then I dropped out. And like, holy cow, yeah. man. It's like some people are just not made for these, these institutions, you know. And, well, and, one of my favorite guys, Gilbert Godfrey, yeah. who I think is just hilarious. He's, he's genius, yeah. Um, he, uh, he basically just stopped going to school like after, like, 10th grade. Yeah. And he was going to the comedy clubs. He yeah. just like he's just like, and his parents had no idea what he was doing. You know, he would just right. They, they figured he's a lost cause anyway. Right. This, this yeah. is not, yeah. There's nothing to be right. salvaged here. You yeah. Know, just, so he was just hopefully he gone. Go to jail. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't go to jail, whatever, like that. But he would just like he and, and he went to one of these schools like I went to at that age, which was very rough and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And, and you know, he, instead of getting beaten up, he said he just played dead. Yeah, <laughs> the, the possum, uh, yeah, just, possum strategy. He just pretend that he was dead, so they wouldn't beat him up. <laughs> they know? eventually lose interest <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. when you quit moving. Right, exactly. <laughs> Might so, hit you a few more times. No, uh, well, look at look at look at um, look at uh, a lot of these guys. I was thumbing through uh, the Robin Williams biography. Yeah, um, and yeah, he suffered from yeah he. He actually, no, he was very brilliant in school. Yeah. He was very brilliant because his dad instilled it to him. His dad wanted him to be a physics teacher or whatever, uh-huh. you know. But he, like, what happened was he was going to, like, some hardcore school in, like, the Midwest. And his dad got a job in Northern California. So he just found so much freedom when he got, went to Northern California. Right. And he just went to a regular school uh-huh. where he didn't have to wear a suit and a tie right, and all right. this kind of stuff. He got a little bit of freedom. He yeah. just, he just yeah. went hog and, wild. <laughs> Fuck, you know, fuck, I was all bets are off. Yeah, all, exactly. He's just, you know, it's crazy going nuts with him, you know. But yeah, poor Paul. I, you know, I don't know. You know what the fuck? Uh, you know, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's tough, man. You know, a lot of times that's that's when it starts to come out is like the later teenage years. You know, if you're gonna have schizophrenia or, or something like right. that that's when it starts to manifest either right. late teens early 20s right. you know sometimes it can be staved off by through you know just really highly structured environment but you know sometimes that's not enough i mean it's just like there, there are certain of these these emails that i'm trying to read them and they're not narrative in any way the only way i can characterize them as it sounds like you're listening to one side of a conversation yeah that's what it is it's like she's chronicling what one she's side yeah. of a conversation that she's having with herself right. yeah it's it's uh it's a shame but uh but yeah man i'm we still gotta meet this still chick, figuring right? out yeah, maybe we'll have her as a guest you know i think she could be a very interesting guest yeah. here on the podcast we figured out how to how to have the third microphone and have it sound right. good you know right and yeah so we could, you know and we have a lot of t- we have a lot to talk about with this girl 
<laughs> we have a lot of material to cover. Damn right. Damn straight, man. So what else has been going on? Well, you know, I did have a report uh, back from home while I was gone that there was some gunplay on my uh, street. Cool. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, it's too boring over there. Um, but it's like, you know, one time in the past, like years ago, somebody... Uh, was getting robbed on the side street, mm-hmm. and you know they resisted, and the guy fired the gun into the air or something. Yeah. We heard it, and we ran out there, and that was that was the end of it. Well, this apparently, some people, some tenants that had moved into a slightly sketchy uh, apartment building. It's actually a nice apartment building, but there's some, and they have some illegal apartments that don't have exit doors to them. So the woman rents them out cheap, and she uh, rents okay. them out to people that I guess don't care. Um, right. Even though, like I said, it's a very nice block, but I think the story that I was able to to f- puzzle out was that someone came to rob one of these guys, uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't know what he was trying to rob him of. I don't know what's going on over there. I could hazard some guesses, but I'm not going to. Yeah. But uh, so the guy was trying to rob him. The tenant pursued the guy out onto the street and. And uh, fired like six shots at him as the guy ran away down the street. It didn't hit him though. I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. All I right. mean, the guy got away. Okay. But and the tenant wound up getting arrested, but like hit one of my neighbor's cars with oh. with, with a, a live round. Hit another neighbor's car with a live round. Um, I mean, he fired like five or six times. He might have emptied the gun down the block. You know, just at I don't know, like you know, eleven thirty at night or something. You know, my daughter sleeps in the the front room on the second floor. You know, it's like right, you can't yeah. you can't run down a residential street shooting in a yeah, Carrollton well. shooting a gun down the street. Yeah, at a guy who's running away from you. You know, even if a policeman isn't supposed to do. Well, that. apparently you can. Well, if you're a policeman, yeah, in, <laughs> yeah. in some places you can do that. <laughs> they, they actually the last guy that did that they they char- arrested him and charged him with murder. So, oh my god! So there you go, man. Well. I- I remember one time. <laughs> this is so this is so bad of me. Um, this is when my wife and I weren't weren't even married yet, you know, and we weren't a family yet or anything like that. But uh, weren't even friends. <laughs> well, we were free, okay. but uh, <laughs> it's, she had this tenant uh, renting from her who ha- suffered a little bit of mental illness. Uh-huh. You know, she, she, and, but she had some really nice friends, and they were very nice people and all this kind of stuff. And apparently this, this tenant of hers was walking home at night with, um, with one of the friends, and they got mugged. Or she got mugged. Uh-huh. And they got mugged. And <laughs> this is so bad. They, um, she, I guess she said, call my landlord, call my landlord. So my wife, well, that, not my girlfriend then, right. she's like taking a shower or whatever, so I answer the phone. It's a landline. I don't have a cell phone. Right. I didn't have a cell. It's a landline. And there's this guy screaming, Marion, get Marion. Get, you know. So I, I go, who is this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> you know? And he goes, what the fuck? How do you need help? We need help. I go, hey, man, we all need help, brother. You know? <laughs> oh, not yeah. knowing. I did not Click. know. <laughs> I did He's not hung know. hung up on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> that it was her, te- her tenant's name was Claudia or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. And I've actually seen her over the years, and she's doing very well oh, and stuff good. like all, that. You all know, panned she's, out. Yeah, it all, all panned, panned out for her. But 
And then what happened? You just hung up on him. I basically, I just yeah. hung up on. Him. I got you're crazy, man. You're talking crazy talk. I don't know who the fuck this is. You know, it's like it was like uh, that Cheech and Chong thing. Was like, hey man, open the door, man, open the door. It goes, hey man, yeah right. It's, who's this? Yeah, what's, what's the name? It says it's it's Tom or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tom's not here. Tom's no, that's, that's yeah. not the name. Yeah, but yeah it's, it's a classic bit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not here, man. <laughs> no, it's me, man. Yeah. No, no, I'm here. No. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, it, it was just like that. And the funny thing was, I didn't find out until like the next day when uh, my, you know, she called found me. found the body. No, oh. she, she called me. Uh, she called me at home because that's when I lived above the circle bar. And she goes, was there a phone call last night when I was in the you shower? Went, no, I don't recall. <laughs> I, said, I don't remember a phone I, call. I said, yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe there's a phone call, you know. Maybe there was. Maybe there wasn't. Well, now, you know, now it's like, you know. It's all it's, water under the bridge. It's, it's all, memories, you, yeah, know? It's, it's, uh, you know. Good yeah. times, good man. Times, good times. Right. Good times. There was something I wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, it's summer now, and uh, a lot of people I know are going on vacation and stuff like that. Right. And going to the beach and stuff. And we were not doing a vacation this year because uh, all our money's put in our. Uh, our construction right now. You're better off doing that. Yeah, I don't, you know, vacations are way overrated. Uh, I yeah, because it's. Uh, but every time I think about people, like you know, they say, "Oh, I just went to Pensacola. I went to Destin." You know, right? I always think of that old, uh, that old uh, joke or saying about people who go to the beach. Um, especially, you know, there's, if you're young, you're single and all that kind of stuff and you're looking for action and stuff like okay. that. You see pretty girls, bikinis and stuff. Right. I always, I always think of that thing where they say, you know, there's a fine line between rubbing lotion on your body and rubbing your body with lotion, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there is a fine line. <laughs> you know, and I always think of that because, you know, when you, especially if you're a young guy looking at like hard bodies and stuff like that, it's like, and you're right, you're doing the suntan lotion and stuff like that. Get yeah. a little handsy with yourself. <laughs> Get a little handsy with yourself. But uh, that's all I got. I just remembered that for some reason. I remember. Well, you know, that. it's funny that you should bring up. Pensacola and beach vacations because that was an, an item in the news in the yeah uh, lice local, yeah water lice who knew there was sea, such a thing yeah, salt water sea, sea lice. lice yeah sea lice yeah. who yeah. ever heard of another that another reason not to go in the water another reason not <laughs> to go in the water <laughs> yeah. yeah it's monster soup man no it's it's just it's it's like everything in the forest except you can't see any of it you know? it's like all the danger of the forest and you well, can't it's see it's funny of it. it's funny because i saw that this morning and just just a couple of days ago i was thinking to myself you know i i don't mind going to the beach but i have no desire to go in the water anymore i like to put my feet in but that's about as far as i, I mean need to i go. used to like you know like just a few years ago i would go we'd go to destin or something like that and I would swim way as far as i could swim oh, I'd, fuck I, that i man. used to I love doing that. Do that i'd love doing that but Ever since uh, about three, four years ago, you just keep seeing shark attack and, and now sea lice. and Sea you know, lice? Who even knew there was such a thing, man? They're coming up with new shit, man. I'm telling you. It's yeah. fucking Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Let's, yes. uh, let's take a break. Okay, cool. Let's get a cocktail. All right, Nation. Be right back. So we're back. And, uh, you know, I actually had a thought. I just, just ran to the, to the restroom. Now, when you go in the restroom, you go in uh, urinal or stall. Well, if it's number I'm going, I'm going stall. Yeah, just to pee. Okay. I'm going stall. Here's why. You know, so back to happy days. We already mentioned Joni Cunningham. Yeah. You know, you think about Fonzie. He goes in that, that, uh, that bathroom at, at 
Ralph's? Arnold's. Arnold's. Arnold's, yeah. Um, and he looks at himself in the mirror constantly. Yeah, but, uh, but, but he would say, step into my office. That right. was the stall. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's like, you know, so you have the stall. It's, you have like a little office in the restroom. Like right. people, other people can be going in and out, but you have your own office. Right. You know, yeah. so you got some elbow room, you know, you're not, you don't have to worry about, about uh, guys staring over at your cock or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Okay, Renee. Sure, I, I understand. Yeah, I. Uh, well, you know, it just feels safer. It feels like uh, the you funniest know, thing to do not? is to take a shit in the urinal. <laughs> That's a funny well, thing to do. I mean, I guess <laughs> it's, it's you want to freak people out. It's, it's the idea. You want people out of your office. <laughs> you get the whole office, the whole floor to yourself. Get the whole floor to yourself. Exactly. Speaking yeah. of uh, taking dumps. Okay, um, where are we? <laughs> we weren't, but okay. um, now we are, I guess. No, I, I just noticed, you know, uh, when I moved here, like every city has them. Like we, like we have the Gambit Weekly. When I grew up in L.A., it was the L.A. Weekly. Right, so, right. So every Monday, I always pick up. Thanks, man. I always, Thank you, sir. I always pick up a Gambit for my wife because okay. she loves to do the crossword and all that stuff uh-huh. like that. And... So this past week, I picked one up, and it's been happening in the past few weeks. I picked one up, and it was basically so thin. It was like so. There was like nothing. There was no substance. It was like two ply toilet paper, basically. It was. It was. There was nothing there. Yeah, because print is dying, man. Well, I know print is dying, but it's just like why even bother? You know, are you? I guess they're making some money off of it. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to kind of have some physical copies out there just to to keep it in front of people. You know, just to, to have them know that that. Uh, well, my ooh, my friend John George. Yeah, this guy, this guy knows how to pour a drink. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. No. It's <laughs> my friend John George's. Uh, he bought it, and I think he's trying to like bought Gambit. Yeah, he wow, bought he's Gambit. Buying up all the all, all the, the print. Uh, yeah, he's buying it all up, here. man. He's doing a good job and. Here she comes to save the day. Yolanda here is on her way. <laughs> How you doing, baby? What's going on? Uh, we're doing fine. Oh, we're doing just fine. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, so that, yeah, I just thought it was just like I was picked it up and it was just like like a two-point toilet paper. Yeah. It's like there's nothing here. There's nothing here. Yeah, well, that's, you know, even the newspapers. Uh, right. Thank God for them because I love, as I've well, you, before, yeah. I love to have the, the, the feel the newsprint in my hand. But, uh, but yeah, they're, they're getting, they're getting uh, fewer and farther between the print, print outlet right. news. So something that's going on um, started about uh, 10 days ago is uh, something I enjoy. A lot of people, a lot of, is the World Cup. Do you? I, I was going to ask you about I that. I love the World Cup. I wouldn't have guessed, but no, okay, I, I, I dig into it. You know, it about, I started loving it around, say, 16, 20, 16 years, about 15 years ago. I started really getting into it. When you fell in love with that Argentinian soccer player? No, uh, it, was, oh, it was before. Talk that. about sexy fans. You've got oh, soccer fans are, are sexy. They? Oh, man. Okay. That's a whole. But anyway, right. no. So. I get confused about soccer, but because they have so many leagues, and then they have they have the people who represent their countries play for other countries during the off season, you know, during when it's not World Cup year. Okay, like you'll have like guys on from the so Brazil. complicated. It's very complicated, yeah. but that's why the World Cup is so good because they just come back to their homeland and they play for their home team. Okay, and it's is that the Premier League? Or no, no, the Premier League. Okay. This is this is FIFA. FIFA, okay. FIFA is basically FIFA the, the godfather 
of all of world okay. soccer. All right. And it's so amazing. You think people are like, you think Saints fans are crazy about their team. You got to fuck. Oh, I know. That, no, these guys cut each, they break bottles and yeah, stab yeah. each other oh, in the eye. Well, yeah. The <laughs> hooligans, you got to love hooligans, man. The hooligans, baby. Yeah, you know? Those are my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's um, my favorite team. But I was, you know, I watched, so I watched. You should do color commentary. <laughs> the hooligans. <laughs> I should. Um, anyway, um, I'm watching the first round of games, and you got teams from Latin America, you got Eastern teams, and you got uh, African and then Asian teams. They all, they all get in because. All the countries. Well, because what happens is they, they divide the continents up, and so many teams from each kind of continent can get in. Okay. You know? So a certain number of playoff spots for well, each they ha- one. Of those. What they do is. What they do is, like three years before the World Cup, they start having like playoff games between countries. Three years. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So like, um, the United States will play Mexico like June of 2015, and that counts towards the World Cup. No wonder Americans can't get into this game, man. I was like, what? Well, that's, that's way really, too long. It's really passionate. Uh, Americans man. don't remember three months ago, much less three years ago. Well, <coughs> America's getting into it though. It's no, the problem no, is speak for yourself. Problem is, problem is, their team sucks. <laughs> Not this American. <laughs> their team sucks. That's okay. why they're not. Yeah. Getting, but their women's team, the, the U.S. women's team, fuck, they're fucking outrageous. They're yeah. fucking gold yeah, they, medal winners, World Cup winners. They're right, amazing. right, right, dominant. But anyway, I'm watching this game between like some African country. Um, I don't know Senegal or something. I, I don't know what the, what the country was. Sure. And they're playing against like uh, Croatia, right? Or you know one of these Slavic teams, right? Or and I'm thinking to myself, and and the Croatians are just kicking ass on this African team. Yeah. And I'm looking and going, wait a minute, this is an all white team beating up on an all black team. Yeah. If this was America, the guys I'd be picking on my team are the black guys. Right. But they're not winning. Yeah. You know? It's different. You know, it's, the, it, 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 the, it, it, it's so weird. Slavs it, are a different kind of white people, man. But they're, but even the I mean, but like all the other European teams, like the Polish teams, the, you know, they're all so much. You know, so it's like because like huh. here in America, it's like. 90% of the NBA is black. Sure. 90% of the NFL is black. Right. Uh, 50% of baseball is black. And you give them enough time, uh, hockey's going to be black. There's already black hockey players right. now going right. on, and they're good players. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking to myself, how come these, these guys are getting their asses kicked? Must be coaching, man. Or, you know, well, that's because my next point is. Okay. My next point is I'm watching these games, and I'm looking, they keep cutting to these coaches on the sideline. I'm going... What are these guys doing? I mean, what is their job? I mean, basically, you just say, kick the ball, pass it around to each other, and try to get in the net. Yeah. You're not drawing up plays. Are you They're drawing not, up? I don't know. They're not running plays, huh? I, I, apparently, they are. But, it, it, you know, I guess they have these, like, moves, you know, they, where they kick the ball, they kick it back, they kick it to this guy, kick it. So, but if one guy makes, like, a bad kick, the play's over. Right, you got to right, start right. all over again. And they're almost all bad kicks. Yeah, and it's just like, so basically... It, it's like it, foosball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly like football. Yeah. You know, the drunker you get, the better you think you are. Right, you know? right, right, right. You know? So I'm thinking to myself, what do these coaches do? I mean, what is their, what is their whole point? Because they're all, they're all like screaming and stuff like that. You know, they're screaming. It's like, nobody's listening to you, man. You know, it's just like, let your star player just run down the field and kick the ball in the net. Right, well, it may get, uh, get Steve Kerr involved, you know? He's yeah. Teach him, yeah, you know, Steve Kerr, exactly. He's teach him how to just try to manage a bunch of athletes. Let's not get too ahead of yourself yeah. here. Let's just but, try to manage some personalities. But it is really, I mean, if you give it time, it's a really beautiful game to watch, you know? Okay. It doesn't have so, to mean anything. It doesn't have to mean anything. Well, none of it means anything. But it's just, because, so, it, like, 
especially especially thing is also if you listen to the foreign announcers, don't listen to the American announcers because they have the passion. They have the passion for it, man. Right, it's right, like right, bird right. baseball. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they have they'll the make pa- you love it. They'll game. make you love this game, and that's I always watch the uh, Telemundo version. Okay. I never watch. But you, the, you understand Spanish? Some. Yeah. I understand. Go. <laughs> I, understand, I understand that, you know, you know, but uh, so yeah, I, I do, I do like the the World Cup. I do get into it. You know, that actually crossed my mind, but I didn't write it down. So I'm glad you brought it up, well, Manny. Because there's that lull between like NBA and NFL. Because I, I, can't, I can't watch baseball. Yeah, that's like you know, I, I can announce baseball. I know. You know? <laughs> that's, that's all I've heard. <laughs> you know, quite a flair for it. I can't watch it. Yeah. Hey, people go crazy over the way I know yeah. <laughs> they lose their minds. I don't know. <laughs> you know. But the one last thing about sports that came up to me, this is my Hollywood story for okay. for this episode because I don't good. know if I segueing nicely. Yeah, uh, years ago, uh, remember when Tyson owned boxing? Sure. Remember Mike Tyson, yeah, he owned the boxing world. Yeah, well, yeah. there was one night where um, my good friend, uh, well. My friend Flea, right? Uh, I've told him stories about him before. Sure, yeah, yeah. He was having a Tyson fight, a pay per view, or, or like a, on HBO Tyson right, fight, uh-huh. and he invited all. So this is be you know this is like when he had just an apartment, he didn't have a house, right? And he's like, yeah, come on over, and watch the fight. Come on, and watch the fight. Yeah. And so there's you know a bunch of people coming over to his house, and I'm driving there with my friend, um, who was it, Dave? I don't know. Anyway. The fight was in Japan, and it was against, remember Buster Douglas? Sure, yeah, uh, yeah. The guy who beat Tyson? Yes. Well, apparently, Flea and these guys at the party didn't know it was like a two-hour tape delay. So I'm driving in the party. Oh, and you'd already heard that. And I'm listening and going, big upset, breaking news. Oh, Mike Tyson has lost the world champion. The heavyweight now goes to... You know, as I was listening to like the news radio and all uh, like that. Right. And I'm going, going, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Right. So we parked the car. I'm sitting there going, man, this is amazing. All of a sudden, my little fucking mind starts to fucking... <laughs> Devious, <laughs> my, manny mind. Yeah. I'm going, I, I, said to my, I said to my friend Dave, I said, Dave... Let's not tell them that we know who won the fight. Let's bet on Buster Douglas. Let's let's talk up Douglas and start taking bets. <laughs> <laughs> start taking bets. So we get there and we're drinking beer, smoking pot, whatever like that. Right. And the fight's like still an hour away. And I'm going, I don't know, man. I, I heard some good things about this Douglas guy. Yeah. Tyson's got to go down one night. Yeah. You know? And it was going, what the fucking? No one's going to fucking beat Tyson, man. <laughs> fucking Tyson. His last fight, 30 seconds long. I go, I go okay, man. Hey, you want to make a little friendly wager? Just drawing him in. Just drawing him in. All of a sudden, my, my partner Dave is just taking, you know, taking bets, oh, taking, you know. Geez. And all of a sudden, like, what happens is, is, like, Tyson knocks Douglas down in the fourth round. Uh-huh. He knocked that third or fourth round, and everyone thinks it's over. Right. But he gets up. Oh, and Tyson's no. like, fuck. Oh, that's when, it bro- that's when he broke. It's like, I, basically I usually it. knock people down and yeah. that's it. And, and this guy just over. got back up. He got back oh, up fuck. and just now came back. Mad. Came back and all of a sudden it's like the ninth, tenth round. And I'm going, all of a sudden like, Tyson is down. Tyson is down. Wow. He can't get up and he's looking for his mouthpiece. Right, and all this. right. And all of a sudden, I remember ooh, that. Pay up, people. <laughs> Did they ever figure it out? 
Uh, maybe, maybe not. A couple people did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they had to admire your... Not uh, all of them. Did. They had, <laughs> to, had to admire your, uh, yeah. your, your, your conniving, larcenous nature. Oh, yeah. That's uh, gets it was, brownie points. Manny, you're such a card. Yeah. You're such uh, a crazy you guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's your but brand. It's... Like, but yeah, that's uh, that's a good Hollywood story. That is a good Hollywood story. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Hollywood, I love and I hate, and it fuck with me and I fuck with them. So, anything else? Uh, listen, Nation. Um, if you have any comments, if you want to call me, give me a call. I'm not yeah. giving you my phone number, but give me no, a no. call. No, no. Well, actually, on uh, on our on our website, you know, the we have, and in fact, on this most recent uh, episode that I is, was released tonight, oh. as we record this, oh. I have our uh, our Troubled Men Podcast Instagram account uh-huh. listed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Troubled Podcast Twitter account yeah. and our Troubled Men Podcast g- at gmail.com listed right there Damn. in the show notes. So, you know, you can. Also, send- I saw a picture of you dancing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. like that? Yeah. Pretty cute, huh? <laughs> kind of kind of sexy. Yeah. Kind of sexy, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, it's my I, thing, man. That's, what, know, that's one of my. That's my part, of, part of my brand, you know? Your brand dancing in a yeah, cage. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm comfortable there. <laughs> You know, I didn't. That, that same night, I took pictures in front of the uh, the Stonewall Inn, but I didn't oh, okay. use those yet. <laughs> well, listen. Um, every episode, I like to try to talk about something in the news, and we've talked about things, but something national that happened that I just don't understand the big hoopla about okay. is um, is this um, uh, Trump press secretary uh, Sanders Huckabee the woman right, right, right. where she gets kicked she got kicked out of a restaurant or she, she was, was asked to leave yeah she was asked to politely leave politely asked yeah. to leave yeah, yeah. And, and I'm thinking to myself what's the big fucking deal I've been told to leave restaurants, bars, I know, stores, I know. places of worship, sure. you know, schools, people's parties, uh, you know, ex-girlfriends' houses, yeah. you know, I've been, parents' <laughs> houses. Yeah, I've been told to leave bands. Yeah, I've been told to leave everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know? get used to it, baby. Well, yeah, I, I just don't understand the whole big deal. I know, I know. You know? Well, you know, people live, live live these sheltered lives of privilege, where you know people are, are always patting them on the back, and if anybody looks at them sideways, then. It's, right. It's like a major crime, you know. It's a, you know, that's why you and I get along so well because we understand, uh, you know, the kick in the teeth is just a, a matter of time before <laughs> before well, the yeah. next one happens. Well, yeah. it's not if; it's a matter of when. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no. What's it? there's that great line from uh, Goodfellas where uh, Henry, as a kid, comes home and he hasn't been to school and his dad gives him a beating. And, he's, and then he just over the his narration goes he goes eh, I didn't give a fuck because everyone takes a beating once in a while which yeah, is man. so yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's <laughs> how just, it goes man yeah. it's just life you're gonna yeah, take yeah. a beating you know yeah so stop you take know, it like a man you know or <laughs> take it like a huckabee you don't know? be a pussy yeah don't, yeah <laughs> it's like you know I, all right nation so that might be a good good note to wrap up on yeah uh, just, so you know we we got a lot care. more. We gotta, yeah, uh, um, give up and uh, take it like a man. Yeah, and don't give a fuck. All right, you know, because in the in the long run, nobody cares. So yeah, in we're, the long run, we're uh, we're all headed for the grave. Right. But, uh, in between now and then, we're gonna make the best of it. Yeah. So listen, trouble never ends. Remember that. But uh, the struggle continues. And always, the struggle continues. Good night. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>